Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of Crits and Grits. This is not another episode of The Long Winter. No, no, this is the city that never sleeps. This time brought to you, as always, by Kyler. With us tonight, we have our four players along with Kyler. And let's give a round robin hello to everybody here. Start with myself. Hello, my name is Alex, and I will be playing uh, Zark. He's a big old strong barbarian lizard folk. Kind of looks like a crocodile. Next, we got Gary. Gary, how's it going tonight? Okay, you fucked up the name again, but I'm just going to go straight through this. Hey, guys, I'm Glenn Honeydeer, former frog, now human intern. Excellent. All right, next, we got Abby. Hey, that's me. I am Abby. Hi. Who, who are you playing, Abby? <laughs> Uh, so oh, we're yeah, doing. I am. I was like, I, I didn't know if we were doing like a character introduction. Yeah, uh, I play Yavari. She is a sorcerer warlock, and um, for all intents and purposes, uh, she is the one that Glenn is interning for, as far as he knows. Rock on! And finally, last but not least, of course, we have Andrew. What's going on, my friend? Nothing much. I'm and I am playing as James Carpenter, the uh, local priest, all-around good guy that has his fingers in every criminal activity that's going on around his parish. So there you go. Fantastic. Now, before I hand it off to Kyler, I just want to talk about our sponsor this evening. Tonight's sponsor is water. Make sure you drink some. And the other sponsor is wear a damn mask. What Kyler, back to you, my friend. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kyler, and I will be dimming. Dimming? Yep. <laughs> I'll be dimming tonight. I just woke up from a nap. I was in my other Discord, and I uh, heard the heavenly voice of Abby, and she said, Kyler, And I. <laughs> it sounds I worse every time you <laughs> do it. My, my thing is, um, I said, huh? <laughs> it was just. Uh, anyway. D&D. Hey guys, how you doing tonight? We're doing okay. great. I'm glad. I'm glad. Doing good. A, a good time. I hope you like your characters. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> why <laughs> why did is, you say <laughs> Do they die tonight? Is that why? They might. Well. well shit. So, <laughs> when we last left off, something happened. I believe James would know. Uh, so as far as our last session, it was us continuing our journey through the sewers, um, getting to have fun as far as being a split up party, but we did eventually reunite before we reunited. James found a beat up thug, uh, within the sewer trying to figure out where to go. And then he started using the beat up thug as a body shield because there's something moving around quickly in the darkness. What the hell was that? And it turns out that what it was, was a very quick moving, um, <laughs> wolf bat. As <laughs> uh, a wolf bat, a local vigilante superhero, quote unquote, tracked down the rest of the group that was trying to catch up to James to figure out if they were a part of the drug deals that kept going on in the sewers. And it was like, oh, well, I saw you guys on the news, so I guess y'all are chill, but y'all need to get the hell out of here. And it's like, that's fine. We wanted to get out of here. We're trying to find this Jacob guy. And 
turn in his her- homework, but also figure out why the hell he's on this drug trade. And when we move past Wolfbat, when he lets us go, we then exit the sewers to find that Jacob is on a boat with his buddy and about to leave. So we set the boat on fire. <laughs> yeah, I did. Get attacked by a bear that they apparently have trained. All chaos ensues. The boat explodes while we are in the epic boat chase straight out of a Michael Bay film. And it turns out that the boat had all kinds of drugs on it. So then there's burning, exploding drugs falling all around us into the waters, which infect the bear. And thus was the rise of Coke Bear. And we had to fight Coke Bear to save our lives. And at the end of this battle for our survival, while we were beaten and ragged, Wolfbat shows up and ends our session with what the fuck happened here. That is a great place to pick up. What the fuck happened? Where's Jacob? No, I'm not. Stop. Wolfbat is just looking at you and you can't really see his eyes, but you can see his big old orc mouth and it's frowning, which, you know, he's usually frowning, but he's handsome. And um, you can tell that his orc mouth usually don't frown a lot. I'm sorry. I thought we were doing the thing. I thought we were doing the thing again, Pat. You know, where we talk in that voice to each other and make jokes and please don't hit me. (sighs) Where is Jacob? Well, I don't think he was on the boat there. I'm pretty sure the boat was just full of drugs. We need to find his body. Pretty sure I was in the water as a giant walrus at this moment, uh, going to actually fish him out. Okay, uh, make a investigation check real quick for me. I should probably have already had the giant walrus um, stat sheet pulled up. Giant walrus. Uh, investigation was intelligence. Something like that. <laughs> it could be anything. Who knows? Yeah, I don't <laughs> Uh, so that's a negative two. Huh? Uh, if it's based off of intelligence, um, I am, yeah, they have a negative four to intelligence, and I rolled a two. So that's a negative two to my investigation. So, I mean, uh, there's a lot of drugs in the water. Probably high. Yeah, there's a lot of drugs. It's fucking up. I know that. That's probably the real explanation. There's a lot of drugs in the water. It's fucking up your senses. Uh, the water's rushing. Not a good time to search. Um, the rest of you see Walrus Abbey in the water like, Go! <laughs> has it been more than ten minutes since the battle? Sure. It has. Has it, though? Fuck. I don't think it has. Oh, it hasn't then. Ha ha ha. Get to just do it. Uh, Glenn's gonna use speak with the animals to kind of shout to the fish hey hey fish can you guide the walrus to the body that fell in there this is a small favor i know it (laughs) unless you're high that's gonna be difficult i'm sorry (laughs) abby the walrus or yuvari the walrus rather um you look around and you see the fish begin to swirl glenn glenjamin honeydeer make a persuasion check please I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, a high walrus probably be trying to eat those fish right now. That's going to be a 12. Glenjamin, something about what you said really inspired and stirred the will of these fish. And they go off 
in all sorts of different directions looking for Jacob. They come back to you, Abby, and they, I was about to say they point. They don't. They nuzzle your flipper and <laughs> point you in the direction uh, in a very fishy way of where Jacob is located. Um, you begin s- swimming in that direction past a couple of rocks. Uh, you are starting to see blood on the side of the rocks and smell blood in the water as well. Uh, it looks like Jacob was thrown at the very least 30 feet from the boat wreckage, crashed against a rock, and is now washed up on the bank. And he's laying face down halfway in the water and halfway on the bank itself, dry land. His upper half, where his face is, is um, on the bank itself. Does he appear to be dead? He ain't moving. I would like to prod him with a flip. Okay. You prod him with a flipper. He's breathing, but it's so taxed. This guy's clearly dying. He's making death saves as we speak. And let's say he's already failed one. So I'm going to roll a d20 and see if he fails too. I'm going to let out a loud walrus noise. Uh, He rolled a three. (laughs) So he's on his last death save right now. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to let out a loud walrus noise to let them know I don't have any kind of fucking healing stuff. No! (laughs) Glenn's going to run over and use one point from his lay on hands pull to uh, give Jacob one HP. Gotcha. And this will stabilize him, give him one HP, but he's still pretty KO'd. At this point, Wolfbat glides over and picks Jacob up in his arms and he says, he's really roughed up. What happened here? Coke there, was, there was Coke bear. Yeah, there was a big old bear and it had a bunch of cocaine upon it and uh, it went Rah! at all of us. I thought it was pretty cool. If I'm being, if I'm being honest here. Yeah. The bear blew up the boat. He turned gigantic. I don't even know how it happened. He was just covered in cocaine and methamphetamines, and he just went ginormous, and he went a little bit batty. No offense, Mr. Wolfbat. I'm sure the bear didn't have the intention of blowing up the boat, but with all the chaos going on, much of the bear's causing it, you know, they, one thing led to another. So, But yes, it was definitely the coke bear. <laughs> you see Wolfbat squint his eyes at all of you. Make oh, oh. a. I want Zark and James to make a uh, deception check, please. Oh boy! Oh my god! Hot takes. Oh, that's a nineteen, baby. Right now. Uh, and a seventeen from James. <laughs> You're playing backfire. Looking at you, trying to get a tell of what's happening, and he says, "Very well." Uh, while. Like, especially now that, like, he's, like, we, we've we got our lie going. Uh, I don't want to keep making eye contact with him, so I'm going to look like I'm kind of moseying away. But I want to start trying to look through the wreckage to see if I can find any, like, intact drug shipment. As you look at the wreckage and all the burning shit, uh, I want you to make an investigation check real quick. It's going to be very hard. Uh, that's a 17. Very good. You do find several logs, uh, and in these logs you have a name. Uh, written down quite a few times. However, these are not for drug transactions. It looks like 
money coming in from a one Verona Sessler. <laughs> Wolfbat looks at all of you and says, Hop into my bat or uh, my, my wolf. <laughs> Fuck. Hop into my wolf mobile. We'll head to the wolf cave and figure this out. And uh, he presses a button. The wolf mobile pulls up, knocks over a bunch of trees, and then uh, skirts its way right next to all of you. At this point, Wolf Bat hops into the driver's seat and he opens up the back hatch. And the wolf mobile is more like a it's more like a tank than it is a car. So, like, how big is it? Because I'm still a giant walrus. You would not be able to be a giant walrus and get into the wolf mobile. Fourth level spell. Okay, I go back to being regular Yavari. Hi, regular Yavari. All right. So, before we go into the wolf mobile, is there anything else anyone wants to do here? Glenn wants to look to see if Wolfbat is paying attention to him. He's yes. Well, like, Glenn does it is... look like there's? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, Glenn is not gonna sprinkle a little bit of coke on Coke Bear. Oh, well, you can do that as like a tribute to him if you want. <laughs> Fucking Glenn. <laughs> Glenn just sprinkles a little bit on Coke Bear. May Coke Bear rest in peace. Uh, I still have my speak with animals up as well. Um, and I say to the animals that are still around, this bear was the bravest of you all. He took me on and lost. Let that be a lesson. Respect <laughs> him. The animals kind of just run away. No, you're supposed to respect him. Shit, I need to work on my speeches. All right, uh, and James just wants to put the logs that he found. He just wants to put them out of sight relatively quickly, but not like hastily, not like obviously making it a thing that he doesn't want everyone to know what he's got and just hop in the the wolf batmobile. Okay. And with that, Wolfmobile takes off. Interlude. You guys have been driving for about 10 minutes um, and you are moving quickly through the forest and eventually hitting a ramp that goes over the forest and directly under a bridge. And you guys are just falling at this point. Eventually, the car slams against a watery, disguised road and drives underneath the bridge into a well and keeps going into complete blackness. After a while, you can see lights lining the ceiling of this um, tunnel. And the car comes to a stop. Wolfback gets out, drags Jacob with him, and places him on a bed that is near the um, landing. He begins working on him. Uh, you can see him doing uh, blood tests. Um, he's checking his pulse, seeing how he is. And it's no magic. It's very, you know, old-fashioned what he's doing. What are you guys up to while you're in the wolf cave? Glenn is holding the flashlight for a wolf while he does all this. I actually appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm looking around to see what kind of cool shit he's got. You can I'm in the cool shit looking around too. Computers and laptop. He's got 3080s chilling out. Um, running water cooled. Things like this are being 
eaten up by scalpers on the internet. You're just wondering how he got all of it. Um, there are also a collection of different suits, uh, wolf bat suits. You can't really tell where this place is in the city, but being underground, it would be very hard to find it. Uh, I, I definitely want to look around and see if I can find anything that kind of connects to Wolfbat. See if there's anything down here of someone that I recognize since I don't recognize Wolfbat. You can make an investigation check, but it's going to be like an arrow shooting the moon. That's pretty fucking poetic. All right, cool. So, um, first off, I have a negative one modifier to investigation. So, how does a one do with my investigation? Uh, you see nothing connecting Wolf Bate to anybody. <laughs> he seems like a random vigilante who was insane in a cave underground. I'll be. <laughs> As Wolfbat finishes his work, he looks up at all of you and he says, Hmm. It looks like he has no drugs in his system, but his ears and fingers have residue of what looked to be like brass. He must have played an instrument. And then he takes a sample of the, the skin and puts it on his computer and starts looking at it. This instrument was magical. Yeah, like I said earlier, there was a horn in his room. Yes. And thanks to that tip. And he reaches behind his cape and pulls out the horn. And what you see right before you is a French horn. Uh, of course, it wouldn't be called French horn in this world. It would be called a, a Grinch horn. <laughs> and uh, he hands it over to Glenn. Why not? I believe this is the horn that was used to put the city to sleep. I would like to make a performance check. I would like to knock it away from his mouth immediately the moment I see him start to lift it towards his face okay you just hear toot and then pop (laughs) knocked away Yuvaria that is probably for the best Glenn honey dear why don't you just hand me that I'm gonna try to take it from him uh, it's on the floor. You slapped it out of my hand, so I, I can't... She wouldn't have slapped it that hard, because she wasn't trying to, like, knock it into your face or something, so... Take Glenn just now. picks it up and passes it to her. The question still stands. How did he blow a horn loud enough for it to be heard in the entire city? Well, I imagine there are spells like Gust that would probably do it. Hmm. Or he has that Fickle Melt lung capacity are there loudspeakers over the entire city by chance perhaps did you come across any while you were in the sewers well we weren't exactly looking for them but none that I noticed did anybody else notice any I don't have it in my notes so I'm gonna say nope Hmm, James (laughs) how about you make a history check okay now this one I might not be garbage at (laughs) ha that's a dirty 20. Okay. James, you do recall that just before hearing Wolfbat beating someone, you saw a black square thing on the top of the sewer walls. It's something only you ran into and the rest of your friends didn't when they got kind of off the path. Now that you think about it, it could have possibly been a speaker. Now that you're bringing up speakers, uh, I do recall seeing some new devices being built up in the walls as far as and da- even down in the sewers. So 
not far-fetched to think that if they're in the sewers, they could be out throughout the town. Am I right? Wolfat, upon hearing what you said, he says, In that case, it was likely blown in the sewers, then carried over underground through loudspeaker systems. The sound couldn't have been more than two seconds long, but I believe it casts a spell. A spell that I don't quite understand. Well, we know who. We need to figure out why. Well, I mean, there are spells that do specifically put people to sleep, so maybe that's a starting point? It is. However, have you tried to wake any of the sleeping? I said it was a starting point. I didn't say it was (laughs) the answer. Well, well, I did try to wake a couple kids over by uh, by the Bard College. And let me tell you, they were sleeping harder than a rock. I wonder what kind of spell there is. It doesn't sound natural. Not a spell that you can never wake up from. Out of curiosity, none so of the animals seem permanent. to have been affected, have they? It doesn't seem so. Or uh, the DM says it doesn't seem so. Wolfbat then looks over to Jacob, who is coming too. And uh, he says, do you want to interrogate? Or should I? Why I would like to interrogate. No, that is what I wanted to prevent. Glenn, dear, um, why don't we let the nice wolf bat man? Glenn is just looking at Jacob's kneecaps and has a firm grip on his warhammer. Hold off on that for now. And he gets in real close to you. For now. He walks over to Jacob. And Jacob's like, ah, oh, what happened? And then Wolfbat slams his head into the bed and then picks him up by his collar. And he says, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no! <laughs> I hate it here. Who tooted the horn? And uh, Wolfbat's going to make a intimidation check. Natural 19 that gives him 23. Woo. Jacob starts peeing himself, probably because he, you know, absorbed a lot of water. Um, and Jacob's like, ah, oh, I, I tooted the horn. I'm the one that tooted. I, I'm going like uh, James is going to be very, very audibly snort, snorting, trying to choke back his laughter. <laughs> Why did you toot the horn? Uh, I was told to. I was told to. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Verona. Verona told me. Who's Verona? Her name's Verona Sessler. Uh, she's a a really rich elf. Um, she her her parents are the owners of of Bad U. I'll I'll tell you whatever you need to know, Wolfbat. Oh my God, it's a a pleasure slash a nightmare to meet you. And he puts Jacob down and he says, "Well, looks like we have our other who." And if I know Horton, he's heard of who all of his life. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's all the time I have tonight. I'm out. <laughs> as soon as he says oh, no. Horton, the computer pops up and he says, Horton, let us know who Verona Sessler is. And it starts searching. Glenn just looks so disappointed that he didn't get to interrogate. <laughs> That name sounds familiar. Verona Sessler sounds so familiar right now. Uh, uh, yes, Mr. Clark Rock, I believe you partied with one Miss Verona Sessler. 
and I offered you a Jimmy hat, and you said something about gentlemen and Jimmy hats and all that, and you danced the night away, and yeah. I don't think that was me. I think you got me confused with some other Zoc. We have a whole family of us, the Zocs. No, 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 it was you. It was definitely you. It was, <laughs> was proud of me. That's true. It was 210% you, Mr. Zark. That's a lot of percent. I trust it. Now, I think this uh, this frog man here, he might be onto something. Because I remember an elf. She I mean, you don't have beautiful. to call me a frog man. I'm I'm human right now. Well, you're a man, right? And you're, you're froggy, you're jumping, you spring up from time to time. I was a frog. Oh, I didn't mean it in that way, my friend. I do apologize. It's okay. But but he's right. I'm pretty sure I did a deed. <laughs> if you if you understand my meaning, I don't know if it was with no Veronas. Uh, let me see if I got any pictures on the on the Snapchats or something. Uh, and he's gonna pull out his phone if he's got one. Does he have a phone? Yeah. I don't know. Awesome. Modern uh, world dandy. That's true. Uh, what would you have me roll for that? Uh, if you have Verona's number in your phone, number, pictures, something, anything. I'm going to just say you do have a nice selfie. It's uh, you at a selfie length and Verona's right there. Verona being a sun elf. Uh, I don't know how tall you are, but she would be about six, four, six, five. She, they're quite large. Um, let me see what my official height is, because this is a fantasy world and I am not shrimpy. That's <laughs> nice. Seven foot tall, I think. Uh, yeah, seven foot on the dot. So there's enough. Nice. <laughs> uh, and I show it to Wolfbat and go, I think this is her. I mean, it sure looks like a Verona. I don't know about that last name, but definitely Verona. <laughs> the resemblance runs in the family. Oh, but she ain't related to me. I know that we both look real good, but she ain't related. No, oh, that's not wasn't... what I mean. Oh, that's my bad. That's my bad. She looks very similar to the headmasters of Bad You. I bet you they're connected. But why would they put the city to sleep? I think it's time to bust up their plans and end this. Well, actually, if you're... Now that you point out how similar they look to uh, the headmaster, Jacob, what can you tell me about your homework that... that uh? Your the faculty took a lot of interest in enough to even kind of call us in to see if we could uh, help track you down. <laughs> I'm not telling you shit about homework. And then Wolfbat slams his face into the the bed again. Okay, I'll yeah. tell you whatever you need to know about the homework. Listen, right. I think they weren't looking for the homework, but they were looking for the map inside there. Um, if you if you like, we can go back to my dorm room and get the map. No, no, no. Uh, if if they're only looking for the map, then I think uh, I think we've got enough to go off of there, and I think it's enough now, knowing that these uh these lookalikes running around that maybe we'll hang on to said map. But are you sure that's all they wanted? I'm pretty sure. Maybe they're trying to hide the evidence. I I don't know. I. I don't know. Much. I just, I just tooted the toot. <laughs> I'm sure you tooted, son. Mister Wolfbat. Yeah. Uh, may I try to gather a little more evidence from our willing friend here? 
I believe he's told us all he knows. Glenn just looks disappointed and puts his warhammer away. Thank you, Jacob. You'll be spending a nice night. Well, several of them. In jail. As soon as we return. And uh, the bed shoots out with multiple straps and locks him in. Have a good rest. I had a, I had a bed very similar to that the other night. <laughs> okay. So, at this point, we have our who's. Now we need to find out where Verona Sessler went to. At this point, Wolfbat gets back in his wolfmobile and drives away, leaving just you in this uh, kind of locked space. Uh, the path out is a very linear one. Uh, it's just a long walk. So, the world is yours. What are you doing? Did he just lock us in the Batcave? Yes. What the Mark fuck? is immediately going toward the costumes, and he is going to try on a cape. Uh, James, James would like to see if there's anything of uh, visible value that he could kind of liberate. There is much of visible value, Zark. I'm going to say um, you can attempt to open some of these cases. Yeah, but it's going to require a lock picking skill, as these locks are highly sophisticated. Oh, I don't have that. Well, you're more than welcome um, to try. I try I to have proficiency in it. <laughs> <sighs> Zark just makes the biggest like grin on his face, like please, please, let's do this. <laughs> <sighs> it's not like we have anything else to do since he decided to just leave us here. So, honestly, not sure what he expected. Um, so that'd be a sleight of hand, right? Yeah, it's a dexterity check based, rather. Yeah, it's sleight of hand to try and unlock one of these things, but it will require thieves' tools. So I don't have that, but I've got a crowbar, <laughs> daggers, and I've got, I imagine, a bunch of bobby pins. You can certainly try. I got a 15. I was even going to say a disadvantage, but you've already rolled. I mean, I can roll again. Kind of it's fair. fine. Try as you might, you'd get nowhere with these locks. Uh, so hold on, hold on. Just breathe sad. <laughs> can I? Can I look around and see if he has thieves' tools anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be a logical thing to do. Aside from the different relics and costumes locked behind these massive locked boxes with sophisticated locks, the place is pretty clean. Uh, even the computer is impossible to access. But you can always try and bash things in if you really want to. I was about to say, so I have, like, shocking grasp. Um, so that's Before, a thing. Before uh, you use shocking grasp, Glenn would like to walk over to one of the computers and say, Hey, Horton? Nothing. Horton. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> performance, check. performance perform not persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> Performance. performance okay oh god please work please 17 please work yes wolf that horton unlock the cases and show us the way out command not recognized glenn just looks around to the party mm, try one or the other that's probably a little complex um ask it for the keys maybe horton where are my keys your keys are behind the lockbox. 
Glenn just looks at Yavari. Yeah, do we know where the lockbox is? Is it something visible in here? No, but you do know it's in the room. You can make an investigation check to see if you can try and figure out where it is. Oh boy, I'm a big dum-dum, but I'm going to make an investigation check. Horton, I've had too much to drink. Where's my lockbox? Security protocols say that we cannot tell you where the lockbox is. I got a nine. <laughs> Sorry, you don't find the lockbox. You guys are really trying to... Yeah, I, I, I rolled a six, so I, I, I don't know where the lockbox is. Does anybody else I mean, want to give it a shot? Yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure what else we're shot. supposed to do. With my negative one investigation, I will give it a shot. That is a five. <laughs> Nope. Oh, wow. We're all smart. <laughs> <laughs> James, you got it? Save us, James. Save us. It, with an investigation check? Yeah, good luck with us. Um, <laughs> yeah, we all dum-dums. <laughs> yeah, uh, 14. Pretty good, but you feel like you make the best attempt to look out of everyone, and you still do not find it. It's like, well, I'm not sure what y'all looking for, but good luck with that. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying to like jack as much stuff that you know looks valuable for the church, of course. So all the things you're trying to break into uh are very hard to break into. However, they'd be very nice to have. There are several uh wolf bat suits that are in display cases that look pretty damn functional. Um however, what you guys have been rolling ain't even close to getting in. <laughs> oh, Zark has had it. Zark pulls off his, uh, let's see here. Yeah, that'll do. His uh, vicious battle axe and says, I'm done. Fuck, let's do this. Uh, and he's going to swing at the nearest uh, case. Megan, Horton, disregard that. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Nice. Do some damage. Oh, nice. Uh, that is only five damage. The attack hits the glass and bounces off. There's a moment of silence before the entire wolf cave turns red. As an alarm is now sounding. Uh, You can hear the sounds of a car pulling up fast. What are you guys doing? Horton, disable alarm. No. (laughs) Fuck. Horton said, fuck you. No. Why in, the world have, why in the world have y'all always got to mess something up before I'm done looking around? Damn it. <laughs> um, Zark is an, even more annoyed, and he's going to rage now and attack it again. Go ahead and make another attack roll. Uh, that is a 16. Uh, you hit. Go ahead and make some damage. That is a 9. And let me just double check on my rage. See what all I do. Uh, advantage plus three, so that's going to be uh, plus three uh, on top of that. So that is twelve uh, slashing damage, I think. The glass dents inward. Uh, you have made it so that there's the hinge over here, and the glass is dented inward. You can now get your hand through it. However, you are running out of time as the sound of the vehicle approaching is getting so much closer. You have a choice. You can try and break into this thing, grab the suit inside, or you can possibly leave. I leave the choice to you. 
Glenn would like to offer his words of encouragement and say, well, I was taught that we need a fall guy. So someone cut James's, or not James's, uh, Jacob's traps. Oh, good plan. Good plan. Uh, and ooh, don't have any like knives or anything. Or um, I would I toss him a dagger and then is there a way to like walk out of here? <laughs> yeah, there's a very clear path out. It's just a, oh, it's see, a I thought we walk. were like locked in here. I didn't know that leaving was an option. So oh, yeah, I'm gonna leave. do that. He just left you. Yeah, I am going to. Uh, I, I'm going to grab a rosary, and I'm going to have the appearance of praying. Uh, and with my prayer, I'm going to. Uh, channel my divinity uh, to, for Cloak of Shadows on myself so that I become invisible until I perform another action. Got it. And then I'm so, going to start following Yavari out the door. So it seems like Yavari's running away. James I'm is strolling. running away. I'm strolling. Glenn, I, I'd suggest you run. Uh, so, Glenn, what are you doing? Uh, Glenn is going to do I have anything sharp on me? Because I was going to cut the straps and run. The the straps? Uh, that are holding Jacob? Uh, Jacob in place. You Okay, sure. Uh, no, I don't have anything sharp, so I'm fucking running. All right, Zark. If you stay, uh, you may be caught. Cool. I'm in a rage right now, though. Ugh. So making the best decisions isn't in... My best interest. However, I do see all my friends running and I do see the damage done. And I look at the suit and say, next time, baby. Uh, and run past uh, where Jacob is laying and with my battle axe, slice gently across the uh, his uh, his straps. And releasing James? Or Jacob, rather? Re- Releasing Jacob, yes. At least at least one or two arms of him. Okay. So Jacob is now free. Four. He starts getting up. And Zark, as you are running away, the wolfmobile pulls up, skids to a stop. Wolfbat comes out and assumes that James, or Jacob, is the guy who is trying to break shit. And you can just see Wolfbat fly through the air and drop kicks the living shit out of this man. And he is KO'd. As you run through the tunnel, you feel that Wolfbat might be pissed. Um, Well, it's not our fault. It was clearly Jacob's fault because he escaped. Not us. Clearly Jacob's fault because he escaped. He's not a detective anything and definitely won't figure out that you did this. So. I have a feeling there were secures. (laughs) Yeah, he said that that in a way that makes me think that's not true. (laughs) I see. Marie's not a bit. Right. Eventually, you guys come to uh, sunlight, and you're able to push out on a door, and you're currently in the middle of Whiskey Street. Closing the door behind you, the door locks and disappears behind a thin veil of stone wall. Seems to be magically hidden. Now that you're out, and in the silence of the street, you look around at all the people still asleep. It's currently midday right now, about maybe 3 p.m. Um, and at this point, you guys feel a wave of tired yourselves. Everyone make a constitution saving throw. 14. Good shit. Uh, that is a 14. Wonderful. 13. 
Okay. I'm 13. All right. Sounds like everybody. Everybody passed. <laughs> you all fight off the wave of tiredness, but you feel like it's only a matter of time before you begin falling asleep, too. This mystery has to get solved and has to get solved fast. You know that Verona Sessler is your next target and possibly the person behind all of the sleeping folk in this city. As you walk through the streets, you have to step over the sleeping bodies of hundreds of people. It's a grim sight if everybody wasn't snoring. So, knowing what you know now, where do you continue your search for answers? Uh, Glenn looks over to Zark and says, Hey, Mr. Zark, why don't you uh, DM Veronis Hessler? You know, probably start with, you up? That sounds like a good plan. Uh, and he pulls out his phone again. Uh, um, and- I would like yeah. to um, offer a better message. Why don't you message her something nicer like, Hello, I just wanted to check on you and make sure you made it home safely last night. Then follow that up with a uh, follow it up with WID. Uh, Please don't. Yeah, and um, um, I, I I want a disembodied voice from the invisibility just to say, I think you should consider marrying this girl before you contact her again. I believe the Lord is telling me to marry this girl. However, Zuck is a free man, free lizard man, but a free man nonetheless. And he starts typing into his phone. Uh, a what up? Looking oh for some gosh. grub. You down? Also, you up? Wyd. And At let's least... see. This is a eggplant. And let's see. This is a peach. I think those are good. These are good emojis to send with this, right? Can I make a dex check or something to try to snatch the phone out of his hand? Sure. It's gonna be a sleight of hand check. Glenn's Light giving a thumbs hand. up. Uh. <laughs> That's a natural 20. <laughs> no, I won't have you oppose it, but... Oh, oh my god. I don't want to oppose it. Can, okay. I, can I try and... Can I try and see if I hit the send button before she, she can... With a nat 20, Scott. I would have seen you, like, start typing something besides what I suggested. And I'm gonna say with a nat 20, she's got it. Any other time, I would have <laughs> had to oppose. Yeah, but sure. Yeah. Alright, Yuvara, you snatch it out of his hand. Okay, immediately delete everything he just typed um instead instead i would like to write um i had a fantastic time last night just wanted to check and make sure that you got home uh safe did you sleep well question mark and send okay it's a couple of minutes before you see any sort of response and the response is just red See, that's why you don't just write a book. You just do nice and short and sweet. I don't know if you know much about women, folk, but I'm just saying, that's how you do. That's how you get them on the line. (laughs) Okay, I'm going (laughs) to message her um, looking for a bite, my treat, uh, ideas. Just don't let her say no. See, that's how you do it. You do it through a stomach. First the stomach, then through the heart. They're, they're right next to each other. Met. That's how you know. You think so. It reads ah. red. Now, does it read the word red? Like she just typed the word red or just like red pops up? Red pops up. She left you on red. 
she left you on read. Yep. Yep. And uh, again, disembodied voice. I I would like the disembodied voice to be like, this is what you get for performing the deed out of wedlock. Yeah. Speaking of, did you actually, you know, play checkers? Yes, of course we played checkers. You think I'm going to kiss and tell outside of school? What kind of a man do you take me for? I'm a gentleman. No, I'm just I'm just wondering how poor your performance was that she's now ignoring you completely. Well, uh, uh, only she me. didn't kick You didn't get kinged in checkers, so man, you suck at checkers, my guy. Yes, checkers. <sighs> she didn't give you any kind of hint about perhaps where she lived. Did you get any of her friends' numbers? Oh, well, like I said, we was playing chess, and she had the timer out and everything. She had the board out and all that. We didn't have much time for talking about her friends. She did mention maybe one or two of them. Uh, you know, I don't remember. I think she might have. She might have written something down though about some stuff. Uh, see if there's anything in my photos. Wait, start. so you weren't playing checkers? You were playing chess? This is really confusing. We were playing chess. You don't oh, think I was telling the truth? Absolutely swiping through his photos. You see, like, selfies and some of him flexing with his shirt off. Uh, disembodied voice next to Glenn. They were spawning. I don't know what Jesus be telling you. We wouldn't do no deed like that. I'm an honorable but, gentleman. I don't do the deed like that. You've already, he is indeed an honorable gentleman. Um... Anything in the pictures that has uh, Veronica or any kind of clues in it, from especially from the night Verona. before? Verona. No. Why did I see Veronica? Verona. No, nothing that stands out. Now, you do remember that Verona has ties to bad you. Well, maybe we'll just run into her on campus. Why don't we go back, you know, see what that teacher knows more about Jacob while we're there. Glenn grips his warhammer and he's ready for an interrogation. We're not in... No, Glenn. We're going to just ask. I I got you, Miss Yavari. We're just gonna ask. And he taps the warhammer on the ground our... a few times and you hear three squeaks. <laughs> Diplomacy. We're using our words. Um, disembodied voice once again. Uh, I believe you should tithe for good blessings. I think there's a voice uh, telling me we tie them up before we interrogate them. I think that's the plan right there. That's what I was planning on doing anyway. <laughs> okay, so the plan Damn is it. when we find her, um, I'm going to pull her aside one-on-one and have a discussion. And then, if I get nothing out of it, then maybe I'll let you have it. That sounds fair. Yeah, while yeah. we're doing this, I'm already walking towards the campus. I imagine we yeah. were walking and talking. I'm going um, yeah. to drop my stealth and like be in a casual walking pose as far as just tagging along with the party leaving and just be like, well, I thought it was worth a shot. As you walk towards the campus, you step over sleeping bodies. The cars choke the streets uh, with people just snoozing away. The silence of the entire city is deafening. You do see several elves just awake, confused, looking around. But eventually, you do make it to the Badu campus. You note that the front gate that was open before is now closed. What are you doing? Uh, anyone have any ideas before I take my warhammer to the uh, 
uh, gate? Oh, my battle axe. Oh, I think we should do a competition. We, I swing one way, you swing the other way. We'll see who hits it first and who hits it best. <laughs> or well, or how the... about we do one of those cool combo attacks? What does oh, the gate yeah, look like? Like, like what type of gate is this? It's a large iron rod gate. It's probably about 15 feet high, um, peaking in the center. Um, on the sides of the gate are stone pillars separated by other iron rod gates with points at the tips. Um, so it would just be like a key or something to open them, the gates? Yeah, the gate seems to be locked right now. Did we pass anywhere that would have sold thieves' tools? <laughs> Mm, did we pass a locksmith? Did we pass a locksmith? Probably be asleep. Exactly. We can borrow <laughs> stuff. If so, would we have passed a locksmith or an auto shop or something that would have lock picking tools that I could take with the in- full intention of returning them? Absolutely, you did. Yes. and you did okay. that on your way there, and now you have lock picking tools. Look at that. Okay, I would like to at least attempt to pick this lock before we just bash it in because I don't know if there's cameras. <laughs> okay. Make an attempt. Sleight of hand for me. <laughs> time for bashing. That was a four. Yeah, time for bashing. Mr. Zark, you ready? Right, uh, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready, little man. Let's do I this. Alright, so is it just a straight up and down attack? Yeah, make an attack roll. Alright. 17. We have... 21. And okay, so we're double attacking. Go ahead and roll out some damage for me. Oh, and this is two handed, not one handed. Let me. Oh, yeah, no. It is going two handed with a strong two. (laughs) Uh, I did one handed with an 11, so I'm not even going to re roll. That's max damage for one hand. Gotcha. Glenn's hit just kind of. But Zark, you managed to cut clean through the lock. You kick the gate open like a fucking badass, like uh, Aragorn opening any sort of double door, just pushing them both of them open. And once again, we start moving in without the second thought. I don't know why I'm tagging along with y'all. Yeah, as we're going in, I'm just going to be like, all of these handy men, all their strength, and that stupid bear picked a fight with me. Ridiculous. So go in. As you walk past the gate and the threshold, you hear a voice coming from the first building saying, can I help you? And stepping out is a sun elf with two other elven friends. Uh, They seem armed. Hi, yes, absolutely. So sorry about that. Kind of an emergency. We're looking for a friend of ours, uh, Veronica or something. Uh, Sassler? We're we looking for Verona Sassler. That's what I said, yes. Yeah, I want a, I want a rematch with best that you're trying to I, I need a rematch. I'm sorry. We was playing chess the other night, and she beat me fair and square, and she said I just need to keep practicing. So I've been practicing. Yeah. Well, that and we were trying to check on her, and it appears that she keeps not opening the messages and we had told her to let us know when she got back safe and she didn't so we were really just concerned for her welfare as you know everyone here is kind of asleep and we wanted to make sure she was safe well sadly for you i don't know any verona sessler now i think you should be getting home 
and the messages were left left on red. They were left on red. Have you ever been left on red? It's the worst. I bet you've never been left on red. You a handsome gentleman right there. The two other elves um, that are flanking him kind of get into a stance, and he says, "I suggest you follow my warning." Um, I would like to try to cast Charm Person on the main one, please. Certainly. Go for it. Uh, uh so that's, that's a wisdom save. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Uh, I got a 23. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Fine. Also, they're elves. Y- you know. Ah, yep. That's a thing. Say something. To be fair, um, I think that would have been a very Yavari thing to do, though. Um, I, 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 but as soon as you did that, you have changed their entire mood. At this point, they say, if you won't leave, we'll bring you out in the hospital gurneys. Oh, I immediately Everybody cast darkness around us. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, before, like, with Yavari casting, and before, like, they can respond, can I once again use my, uh, uh, what is it? It's like, channel my divinity and go invisible into Cloak of Shadows real quick? Too fucking late, my friend. Fuck. Well, God, I hate this group so fucking much. <laughs> All right. So, battle begins, and usually I'd be playing battle music. Of course, this is a podcast, and I cannot do this. But, Zark, um, you ready your weapon as the three guardians of Bad You begin to prepare horns. They look like they're about to start tooting. Uh, There's 30 feet of distance between you uh, in front of the party and the rest of them. It's your turn, Zark. Well, do your thing. Um, has it been more than ten minutes since I last rage? We got rage to spare, baby. Yeah, it would have been ten minutes because your last rage would have been uh, in the bat cave or the wolf cave. Sorry. That's good because I only have uh, one minute of rage, not ten minutes. <laughs> oh, Whoops! Okay. That's silly. Um, so I rage, uh, and despite all my rage. I'm going to be dead ass in a cage. Um, and I'm going to start swinging. I'm going to use my full movement speed of 40 to just rush right up there and battle axe two handed. Going to start swiping at um, the biggest and ugliest one. Smack his horn out of the way. Okay. Um, they're, they're all not ugly, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, they're, they're kind of uh, gorgeous. Damn it, they're so beautiful. Uh, the first roll is a 24. Yeah, 24 hits. Hit. Oh, no, not... Ah, damn it. So used to just doing one-handed, not two-handed. Uh, that is going to be 11 points of slashing damage from my Vicious Battle Axe. Okay. Two-handed ways. And second swing uh, is going to be a 15. 15 hits. 15 hits. Beautiful. Love it. Love to see it. Uh, but that time, it's only a four damage. All right. So you run up with uh, your battle axe ready. And against the larger of the elves, the male, uh, you bring it down twice. <laughs> he winces in pain and stops beginning to toot his horn. That's a, that's a thing to say. Um, okay. It's a fun thing. Nice. 
Uh, so actually, yeah, I just yeah. I just remembered that uh, I'm raging, so that's plus three damage on each of those. So that's going to be an extra plus six. Extra six. Got it. Okay. As soon as he stops reeling from those attacks, the big elf is going to start tooting. Um, he is going to cast Vicious Mockery, and he's going to cast it directly against you, Zark. Um, make a wisdom saving throw. Are we fighting band nerds? <laughs> yeah, it's a bard college, guys. Uh, that is a 16. Uh, 16? Okay. And what kind of damage is it? Um, it's a... It's psychic damage. Uh, that's the only thing that I'm not uh, resistant to. Gotcha. Um, you have passed it, though, so you nothing happens. Good job. Nice. At this point, he's going to try and use his full movement go going away from you. Uh, you may make a opportunity attack. Oh, hell yeah, I will. Are you kidding me? I'm going to mess his day up. Maybe not. Uh, that is only a 15. 15 hits. Oh, damn. There we go. And that is a 2 plus 3 plus an additional 3, so 8 uh, slashing damage. He takes it. Okay. Um, all right. So he takes that extra slash and he begins using his full movement another 30 feet to get back away from you. So Zarki's now 30 feet away from you, even though you were 60 feet away from the everybody else. Um, he then says, you can do it. Don't let them win. Kick their ass and make them spin against one of the um, other two bards out there uh, using inspiration so they are going to have inspirations inspired inspired i fucking hate it here <laughs> the very collegey thing huh all right after that we have glenn glenn you have one elf 60 feet away from you the other two are standing right next to zark uh and they all do seem to be bards uh i run to a point where i'm 10 feet away from the one that's not inspired and i channel my divinity Okay. Okay, so they're going to need to make a strength or dexterity saving throw. Ah, oh, shit, they're all fuck. What were you trying to cast? Doing it anyway. Nature's Wrath. As an action, you cause spectral vines to spring up and reach for a creature within 10 feet of you. That you can see the creature must succeed on a strength or dex save throw of their choice. The DC is 15 or be restrained. It can all repeat right. the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, freeing itself. Gotcha. One second. Ooh, I got a natural 19 for a 25. Oh, shit. Yeah. Glenn ain't got any juice in the tank right now. Uh, that was an action. Oh, okay. So you just ran up on him. <laughs> Did your thing. Uh, they yeah. managed to just backflip out of the way using their elven agility. And uh, uh, now a, you are. Go ahead. As a free action, Glenn would like to turn to Yavari and James and say, Miss Yavari, Mr. James, maybe you should run. All right. So next up, we have Elf Bard number one. Uh, let's see. So uh, Zark is up there with you, Glenn. The rest of the party, um, you hear a sudden loud ringing noise that erupts uh, right between James and Yuvari. Um, she has casted Shatter. 
guys, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw real quick. I'm real glad I got a plus seven to that. That's a 15. Probably Excellent. still not enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 14. Okay. Both fail on this one. Um, you both take 3d8 thunder damage. Let me roll that out. Did we get a short rest since the coke bear fight? You did. Like in the car? Okay, thank you. Uh, okay, so you take 16 points of lightning damage. And that's going to be the end of that bard's turn. That bard is also going to move away from Glenn. Uh, Glenn, you may make an opportunity to attack. That's going to be a not fucking 20, baby. Hey, there you go. All right. So the way I handle crits in my games is you take whatever your dice roll is, double that. Um, I also have a noob question because mm-hmm. I don't play too many spellcasters. Do you get any spell slots back on a short rest? Clerics do not. Depends. I don't, clerics don't generally. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like we don't. We don't have to worry about the nitty gritty details. I just need to know for the combat. Thank you. Gotcha. That's fourteen damage. Ooh, nice. Doubled and everything. Yep. Okay. Got it. All right. So next, so they're going to use their full movement back as well. So they are currently next to the larger male bard um elf number two uh who is standing about five feet away from or i'm sorry 10 feet away from glenn uh is going to cast vicious markery against you glenn uh make a wisdom saving throw oh no that's a natural one making it an 11 got it you take a whopping seven points of damage and you have disadvantage on your next attack and she is also going to take her full movement and move backwards, putting her 60 feet away from Yavari and James and 30 feet away from Killer Croc and Glenn. Everybody with me so far? Yep. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. At this point, we have James. <laughs> hey, why? Why are we in combat? I hate you guys so much. That's fun. It's good for you. <laughs> I'm so mad. Uh, let's see. Okay, I... I'm gonna try to, like, move over uh, to to Zok. Just try to, like, position myself kind of behind him. Okay. I want him to be my human shield right now. Uh, and, uh, and I'm gonna just cast a sacred flame on the closest of these band nerds. Uh, to Zach. Okay. I'm not sure if that's one or two. Since they are uh, pretty much all the same way, there's two girls, one male. Pick whichever one. Okay. Uh, I I'll target the one male. Okay. Um, and uh, and then cast Sacred Flame. So that's gonna be a Dex save. Dex saving throw. Got it. Keep in mind they are pretty good at these Dex ones. I, keep in mind, I have no spell slots. Oh, yeah, you're right. So this is what I got. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 16. Um, That matches. Okay. Meets it, beats it. So you feel like you're just about to get that hit, and then the elf just kind of contorts their body to make it miss. And she starts laughing. She says, <laughs> All of you are so cute. You could have just left. 
and then you wouldn't have had to die. It's like, eh, I think you're cute too, little Missy. And uh, and then I'll stay hiding behind Zuck and that ends my turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have Yavari now. Yay. Um, I would like to go ahead and spend sorcery point to use um, twin spell on my firebolt. Um, mm. So... <laughs> I really hate that I said that because I I don't know if a ten hits any of them. A uh, ten? No, it does not. Yeah. Well, it's just I've, an attack roll, right? Yeah, I flung attacks at the bitch that sh- used shatter, and then gotcha. the main yeah. guy. But um, with a ten. Sorry, their AC life. isn't that high, but it ain't that low. Oh, oh wait, no. Uh, yeah, no, that's my turn. Okay. So we have top of the round. Uh, all of them are laughing and currently playing songs that just sound so soothing at this point. Uh, everybody, uh, now that we're at the top of the round, make another constitution check. Or saving That's throw, rather. fun. Oh, now I roll good. It's a 26. <laughs> a 15. Okay. 22. Did I say constitution check or saving throw? I, I meant saving throw. Saving throw. And uh, that's a six for James. Okay. Only James. James, you start feeling real tired. Um, take a point of exhaustion as you are currently slowing down, feeling the effects of the sleepiness that has overtaken the entire town. All right. Top of the round. As they are playing this music, they have stopped with their notes. Zark, it's your turn. Good. Um, seeing how well my last round of just hitting shit went, uh, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. So I use my full 40, and uh, before I do that, I uh, point my axe right at the one that I hit the first time and said, Oh, nerdy boy, you're coming first. Uh, I'd like to see you try it. I already did once or twice, so I'm going to do it again. You ain't going to like it when I do it again. Uh, first ah. roll, first swing. That is a 14. Uh, 14 just misses. Ah, oh, dang. That's fine. On the mail, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, second one is going to be a 23, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> I figured as much. Uh, that is going to be a whole whopping seven points of slashing damage. All right. Uh, the male is looking kind of hurt at this point. Fantastic. Can I take a bonus action? Is there a bonus action? Uh, to have fighting, hungry jaws. Ooh, how kind of hurt is kind of hurt? As you are hitting this, uh, this elf, you can tell that they are dexterous and intelligent. However, physically, they're quite weak. That seems oh, to be their downfall. Nerd. Fantastic. Yeah, they're nerds. This is a bard college, after all. I'm, I'm going with a theme here. You know, I'm not going to do my bonus action, and uh, I'm just going to let somebody else have a good old time. Okay. All right. It's going to be the end of Zark's turn. At this point, the big elf, which um, I'm sorry, the male elf, which you've been uh, beating on, he has blood coming out of his mouth, and he is going to cast. Oh, you're within five feet of him. He's going to give it a shot. He is going to cast cautious, hideous laughter against you. 
uh, as a con concentration spell. However, you are within five Ooh. feet of him, so let me let me make sure the rules on that. Casting a spell with a adjacent. So I think it's only on it's only on attack roll spells. Hang on, maybe spells that require saves do not suffer penalties. Got it. Okay, I just want to be sure about that. All right, so make a and this is specifically against Zark. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. You would say that, wouldn't you? Hmm. Oh man, that's a dirty twenty. Nice. Okay, <laughs> this is the right spell to take you out, but does not seem to have happened. Uh, let me see if nothing. Yeah, I think nothing happens. Okay, uh, nothing happens. So he casts Tasha's hideous laughter. He says, "Now you will laugh at every joke I ever made." And uh, cast it against you, but you just shrug it the fuck off like a man. I only laugh when off, things just... are funny. And you are just funny looking. Okay, that's going to be the end of the male elf's, elf's turn. He's looking pretty bad right now. Glenn, uh, they are currently 30 feet away from you, and so is Zark. Oh, uh, Glenn's movement speed is 30, so he is going for this elf. Okay. Uh, which one, big one, or the, the male, or one of the two females? The male. Okay, awesome. And uh, I'm going to fucking multi-attack. Okay. I am low on spell slot, so I'm going to go for two attacks. Go for uh, it, man. First one is another nat 20. That'll do. Check a log if you want. Hey, I like it. Second one is a 24. Okay, so that first one, take your damage dice and double it. Okay, so the first one is going to be a 13. 13, okay. Second one is going to be damage. What damage? Eight. Oh, eight. It, <laughs> I don't know if you Please guys... Please repeat, yeah. Mr. Robot. <laughs> yeah, my bamboo internet, I know. Uh, yeah, okay. So the it first sounds strike. like it sounded like he took sneeze damage. <laughs> it did. And that's going to be hachoo damage. The first strike, you strike him square in his stomach, and you can just see blood fly out of his mouth. And the second strike, what do you do? Uh Glenn, upon the second strike, just says, Please rate your pain on a scale from one to ten. He can't talk, he got slammed. Thank you for your Yelp review. And okay, he falls over. <laughs> All right. I thought there was going to be another attack leading up after that, but I guess not. So, no. First strike hits him. You ask him for a Yelp review, and it does questionably eight damage, and he falls over and dies right there. At this point, the sweet symphony that the three of them were, were, were playing together stops. Uh, it seems to require three. So, one of the instruments has stopped playing at a constant rate. Next up, we have the first female elf, Elf One, the one's not inspired. And she is going to... Oh, you should have been at disadvantage, but the past is the past, huh? All right. Take she is going to... away, bro. <laughs> uh, she's going to make two uh, attacks against you with her uh, longbow. Uh, first one is going to be... Uh, that's a 16 to hit? No. Okay. 
And second one is uh, much better. That's a 21. Okay, that barely hits. It's <laughs> just barely, huh? No, literally, it barely hits. Oh, okay, nice. AC is 20. Gotcha. Plate and uh, a shield, huh? Yeah. All right. That's one. And she does 11 points of damage with that. Okay. Uh, this one is going to keep on moving back. She's going to use half her movement, 15 feet, to move back away. All right. Next up, we have our Inspired Elf, Elf number two. I think Inspired Elf wants to also cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter against you, Glenn. Make a um, wisdom saving throw. Okay, uh, that's a bad choice. Seven or 27. Yeah, you pass it. All right, so panicked at one of her friends just dying. Uh, the other one pulls out a uh, longbow and begins pelting with arrows. One of them just strikes your armor and slides straight off. The other one uh, hitting you, and you just take the damage like it was nothing. Uh, the elf that was inspired uh, panics and tries Tasha's hideous laughter to try and stop you, and it does not. And she's also going to panic pretty good and use 15 feet of movement and move back away from you. Glenn just mm-hmm. says, Pick a god and pray. Nice. All right, that's going to be the end of that elf's turn. It seems like they keep constantly moving back, but with their symphony broken, it looks like they're running out of ideas. James. Uh, I I still want to do my best to just keep hiding, like hiding behind Zark. Okay. Um, he He's my buddy. He's my shield. Uh, and I, I'm going to target... I'm going to target the one that was just attacking Glenn, uh, and I'm going to cast uh, Toll the Dead, um, which will be a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Gets the Elven Nerd. 21. Well, that saves. Uh, so, haha. Haha. All right. Anything else on your turn, James? Um, it'll be. Uh, it'll be cast to, it'll be the cast of the toll of the dead and then just be like yeah well how how about y'all just go on and you know just we'll, we'll let bygones be bygones and y'all just let let us walk on past huh never i tried missy and that'll win my turn <laughs> <laughs> all right yavari you got two female elven uh bards uh they seem to be retreating but they're fighting it almost looks like they may be leading you somewhere. Uh, I'm going to use my movement to follow them, but also cast a fire bolt at one of them. Go for it. Um, man, I should have used my sorcery points. That's fine. Uh, 19. Oh, yeah, that hits. Yeah. Um, so that's only a whopping six damage for 2d10 right there. But I'm also going to flip her off while I do it. I was trying to hit the one that cast Shatter. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, She takes the damage. uh, Starts screaming at the fireball that... Not fireball, but firebolt that has hit her. And she continues to try to move back to escape. Top of the round, uh, there is no symphony happening right now. So uh, everybody is not subject to a constitution saving throw. We have Zark again. Zark, the oh. two elf ladies, uh, the bards are 15 feet away from you. Oh, that's nothing. That's <laughs> that's so so close. 
uh, I'm going to use my movement. I'm not even going to like run up to them. I'm just going to casually walk up and say, "It's going to right." Um, I wish I was sorry, but y'all being mean. Uh, and it's slashing time. Two-handed ways. Sounds right. Uh, first is 19. This is going to yep. be against uh, the first female elf that's in my path. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. That's going to hit. And second one is a 21. Hits as well. I hit the button by accident. I meant to roll damage first. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, first damage is going to be a 8 plus 3 plus 3, 14. Ooh. Okay. Big boy damage. And second is a 13. 7 plus 3 plus 3. Nice. You hit her with big dick damage, basically. Um, <laughs> the first strike slashes her, and you can see just blood slide on the on the ground below. And she looks up at you, and what do you do? Um, How bad off is she looking? Like, real, real bad off? Oh, she's dead. Oh, she's dead. I look at the other one and flash my toothiest grin. Um, and I'm going to use my bonus action to take a bite out of crime. <laughs> okay. And bite. All right. Uh, using my hungry jaws uh, bonus action. Oh, okay. So she starts falling to the ground and then you just bite her. Nice. Yeah. Uh, in battle, uh, you can throw yourself into a vicious free feeding frenzy as a bonus action. You can make a special attack with your bite. If it hits, it deals normal damage and temporary HP uh, equal to constitution modifier. And you can't use this again until you do a long or short rest. So excellent. I'm going to bite at that other lady. Om nom nom. Uh, that's only uh, that's only 11 to hit. 11 just misses. That's fine. Uh, it's still like a, a good snap at her. Okay. So as the uh, one lady falls, dropping her instruments on the ground in a, a little puddle of blood, uh, the other one, you can see her eyes getting wide as you run up to her and buy at her, which she just barely dodges. And at this point, she's going to go ahead and retreat. You get an opportunity attack, Zark. Nice, 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 nice. Um, Cabana. Oh, that's a nat one. Oh, it that's is. okay. <laughs> she uh, just scared. She starts screaming ah, ah, and begins to run into Michael Jackson Hall, closing the door. You hear it lock behind her as she just books it. And that's going to be the end of our combat for now. You have two dead students uh, before you. Uh, you know that the other one ran into Michael Jackson Hall. The rest of Bad You is eerily silent right now. Um, people start poking their heads out. These are clearly students. However, there's a problem here. As you are on your guard, you can't tell which elves are students and which elves may be enemies. You know, did it ever occur to any of y'all to stop and try to talk? I, I mean, Mr. James, I can try to talk right now. Uh... How dead dead are these two students on the ground? They're dead. Okay, so one HP won't uh, bring them back to talk. No, they have big old axe wounds. They're dead. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, you can talk now. You can talk now, Mr. Glenn. 
yeah, what good is all this talking going to do when we got two damn corpses in front of us? Look, good luck getting Mr. these other kids to talk now. I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, J. Zark, Zark starts doing his breathing exercises to just calm himself down from his rage. Ooh, ooh, all right, okay. All right, students, I'm going to do a one-time, one-time only offer. Now, I don't know if y'all know me, but I'm a very famous wrestler around these here parts, and I'm doing selfies just five gold a pop. You know what? I'll take off that five gold. It's going to be free. The only thing I ask for is just a little bit of information. Who's ready for that, eh? And he starts flexing his shirt, uh, just rippling and everything in the wind. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to visibly roll my eyes while he's going on that. <laughs> At this point, most of the students go back indoors. Uh, they all seem to be locked inside. Oh, that's right. They know it's... Um, well, good job. They probably came into the latter end of that and now believe we're probably some kind of terrorists or, you know, school shooters. All they just saw was us come in and basically nope. kill their friends. So why no don't we shot. not scream our names for the entire campus and see where that other one went? Glenn oh, shouts. Hey everyone, my name is uh Nope, 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 nope. I'm gonna cover his mouth. I was gonna say Brandon. Glenn. <laughs> do you have a Jimmy hat? I always have Jimmy hats with Yavari. Okay, so what I want you to do is take one out and chew it like gum so that there's something besides words in your mouth right now. But but that tastes like I didn't cake. ask you. I'm telling you what to do. Miss uh, Yavari uh I, I'm, I'm not afraid to take a zero. The, I'm not afraid to take a zero for this assignment. I am not at you with Jimmy hat. Okay, then do you have some gum or something? Mr. Zark, do you have any gum? <laughs> um, no, it's bad for my teeth, according to my agent. And I got a lot of them. That's, that's why I'm so ornery all the time. That's what my mama said. Miss Yavari, uh, why don't you ask the students if they need help? Like, say, hey, students, if you need help, throw a textbook at uh, out the window, not at us. Hmm. Um, the problem there is I don't know what we would even do to help. Maybe ask them to drop a note. I don't know. Paper planes? No, what would we... What, Maybe they we just should... lock themselves in. Why don't we yeah. just follow that one that got away and try to find Verona, Veronica, yeah. whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah, Glenn, I don't it's care. a little late for us to be trying to talk to these students. So how about you go ahead and chew on that there, Jimmy Hat, and stop fucking talking. Glenn just takes a wad of paper out and starts chewing on it. <laughs> Is this there close enough? There you go, son. Yeah. Yes, I... just... Count to 100 uh, yeah, a couple J of times. Let's James go. is going to start following the girl that walked yeah, away. Like, he, he's going to start walking away. <laughs> the three bards seem to have been leading you here. Uh, they were retreating constantly towards this area. You believe it to be trapped. Michael Jackson uh, Hall is there. It still has the um, statue of Michael Jackson in the center. Blood is on the ground from the two elves that are dead. What are you guys doing? Glenn is searching pockets for some sort of key. That's what I was about to do. Okay. I was about to do the same. Uh, you do find a key on the uh, male elf. I found a key, everyone. Should, should we open the door? 
Can I go check the door and, like, the ground in front of the door for traps? Certainly. Uh, make an investigation check. Investigation. I would, I would also like to channel my divinity and go invisible before um, we open this door. Okay. So that's a whopping three. <laughs> it's an intelligent place. You assume that there are traps here, but you're unable to find any. All right, Glenn, hand me the keys. Glenn uh, disrespectfully drops the keys on the ground in front of Yavari. Um, I continue to hold my hand out, look at the keys, and look at Glenn. I'm not going to chew a jimmy hat, Miss Yavari. Okay, well then how about you hand me the keys, stopping whatever this is that you're doing. This mood? Not They're a on fan. the ground. Pick them up, Miss Yavari. We're not doing this. Pick them up. Glenn, I think you forgot the nature of our relationship here. Hand me the Pick keys. Pick them up with your butt cheeks, Miss Yavari. I, um, <laughs> I would like to pick them up with my tail and kind of smack them in the face with it. Because tieflings have prehensile tails. I like that. Make an attack roll against them. Uh, unarmed attack. Unarmed strike. Wow. And as a sorcerer with super high everything for this, that's a whopping nine. No, <laughs> no. It just kind of hits his armor. Blink. More like a love tap. Hmm, we're going to have words about this later. Uh, and I'm going to try to use I bet we are. Okay. The door unlocks handily, and um, so just to, uh, imagine it is a double-doored uh, area. There's no window on the door. As you unlock one of them, and you open it up, there's kind of Slowly. a silence, Yuvari, coming from the inside. And then you like hear whiffs. Four of them. Uh, Yuvari, uh, let's see. I was about to say, I would have opened it real slow. Uh, already first attack's gonna be an 18 against you. <laughs> that hits. Alright, second attack's gonna be 17 against you. Third attack's gonna be 25 against you. Yeah, that fucking hits. I'm a I'm squishy as shit. Final attack is going to be 21 against you. Where are my, my good dice rolls? Like, fuck this shit. This is all D&D Beyond. I'm just clicking, man. Oh, no. Oh no. <laughs> First attack hits you for 12 points of damage. Second attack okay. hits you for nine. Third attack hits you for five. And the final attack hits you for 11. You're oh, still cool. alive, I'm right? Pretty fucking hurt. Okay. Well, so as me. soon as you open the door, <laughs> arrows pointed directly at the entrance diagonally fire out, and four of them strike Yavari dead in her chest. It was, yeah, it was definitely trapped. Oh, no. Uh, um, I'm going to, like, rip them out if they were still stuck in me. Give Glenn a look and say, you're going first. Um, And a disembodied voice will really quick just be like, well, <laughs> so much for trying to sneak our way in here. Uh, and then I'm going to have to drop my uh, my invisibility, but... I'm going to use, like, one of my very last spell slots to cast No, don't worry healing. about it. I've got, still technically, I've got 42, but that hurt a lot. I I mean, I I can heal. Nah, uh, save it for later. Save it for a tank that actually needs to be Okay. Healed. Okay, then, then I'll still be invisible. Yay. All right. 
As you go inside the building, you're greeted with a long hallway to your right, where the door had opened up. Uh, you can see that there is a small window that has been cracked open. Four elven archers are uh, behind there, and they are running to the back of the building currently uh, and out of sight. Those are the people that shot you. So now I'm beginning to wonder, um, do we think that we're the only threat here or other people attacking that they had all this bullshit already set up? I don't know, Miss Yavara. You seem to know it all. That is a point. How far away were they? We seem to be expecting someone. I wonder who. How far away were they, though? Uh, they were maybe 20 feet away behind a wall and shooting through a window. So I can't cast Firebolt out of them out of spite? <laughs> it would hit a wall. I'd do it anyways. It's a cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, yeah. Just angry fuck that wall at the up. wall. Just fuck that wall. That was a natural two. Fuck that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. The wall was black with char. Yeah. Does the wall right. look a little bit weaker in any way? No, it's a school, so there is there stone. You've seen those school stone walls. Or it's like yeah, concrete blocks. Very basic. That's fine. The hallway that you are in is long. It's about fifty feet long with doors on each side at ten foot intervals. Um the hallway eventually leads out into a larger opening. Right now, knowing that this place is trapped and the elves seem to be expecting something or someone, it's going to be dangerous moving through this hall. What are you guys doing? Uh, I would like to use minor illusion to uh, make the sound of someone walking with haste down this wall wearing shoes that sound just like Yavari's. Okay. With or without the Jimmy hats? Without the Jimmy hats. (laughs) All right. Clop, 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 clop. Uh, as it reaches the end of the hallway, you can see... Let's see if somebody's fooled by this. Hang on. What's the probability? Okay. End of the hallway. Uh, as soon as the sound uh, dissipates, a single arrow fires and strikes into the wall. It looks like they are sitting on either side of the windows waiting for something to pass. Looks like somebody jumped the gun, though. Uh, is there yeah. any space in between, or is it just that hallway? And there's no like extra window that would go that would see into down there. Uh, just that hallway. Uh, the hallway is about 15 feet wide, so it's wide enough for a bunch of students to walk through. Um, but you're, you're not seeing any ways to see through unless you go into one of those doors, which any one of them could be trapped. Oh, I'm going through it. I'm I'm. I'm big and beefy. I can take it. Okay. Uh, I shove out uh, Yuvari out of the way. I say, move, little one. Let me show you how it's done. Uh, and I open up the first door. All right. Opening up the first door, uh, you, you, you just open it. Uh, you expect something to happen. And instead, ah. you're met with silence. Oh. In this room, there seem to be vending machines, uh, a nice little lounge chair. Uh, there are two students uh, sitting in the lounge. And they have their books out and they look to be studying. And they kind of look up at you. Uh, both happen to be elves. And they're just looking. Can we help you? Uh, well, I was expecting getting attacked. But um, hold on, hold on. 
uh, and I reach into pocket and I pull out some uh, some coins and say, so if I get some drinks out of the vending machine real fast, y'all ain't got okay, the problem with that, do you? Oh, cool, cool. Uh, and <laughs> I go for some drinks. Okay. For you go for some drinks? You can go for like a Sprite or something? Um, I'm hoping for a Cherry Coke. That's not how how Alex rolls, but that's how Zark rolls. Gotcha. Is anybody else watching? Um, uh, I'm watching I'm... from invisibility. James, you can see that one of the students looks up from their book and starts fiddling with their fingers as they are going to cast. Why not? That sounds fun. Tasha's hideous laughter on Zark. Uh, I was about to follow him, but Zark make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay. Let's see if I can mess this one up. Ah, oh, dang, I do. It's a 12. You start laughing. You bowl over laughing. Uh, James, you were the only one that saw the, the, the student cast it. And one of the students looks up from his book and looks behind, seemingly clueless. It's like, why is that guy laughing so much? And the other student that cast it, clearly, it's just, she shrugs her shoulders and says, hmm, I don't know. Close the door. We need to get back to studying. So the other student gets up, closes the door. Um, before the door closes, I would like to walk in there. And I want to try to walk up behind the one that casted before I drop my invisibility. Okay. And you do. All right. And then I would like, while dropping my invisibility, I would like to grab them and like have a sacred flame prepared in my other hand and just hold it up to her and go, okay, now we can do this the easy way or we can do this the, well, the satisfying way with how this day's been going. Ah, I'm just (laughs) having some fun. I'm just having some fun. (laughs) Well, you can go ahead and stop having fun. How about we just go ahead and let my friend uh, catch a breath, if you know what I mean. Okay, okay, okay. She drops concentration. Zark, you return to normal. Ooh. All right, and I'm I am still gonna be holding. I want my I want my hand to be glowing still. And I'm like, all right, now that's that's real good. It's I'm glad that we finally have some even ground to be talking on now. Who set you? Who sent you up to be doing this? I'm just here studying, practicing my magic. He sounded like a a fun time, and I just wanted to. Yeah cast a little laughter and make his day nice. Honey, honey, I don't want either of us to be spouting bullshit. No, you can go ahead. Let's just go ahead and open up the airs. Who set you up to be doing this? Uh, and, I, I, and in fact, this is why your people are all asleep, because they can't take a joke. Well, I would love for us to be in on the joke, so I just ask him real nicely, who told the joke? The joke isn't for you. Now unhand me. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame straight into her face. Okay. What is that? An attack roll? Uh, it's a deck save. But I, I, I know for elves, it's not really the way to do it. But <laughs> In fact, she rolls a two. As a natural She's a student. All right. So it's only going to be for five damage. Okay. Uh, but I'm still going to be holding on. So that's five radiant damage straight to the face. You've knocked her out. She's KO'd. 
right. and dying. And you said KO oh, and dying. Oh. Yep. All right. Um, now, I, while still holding the dying body, that other friend's still in here, right? Yes, he is clueless, and he's like, "Whoa, dude, whoa!" Like, right. now, I'm gonna look at him and I go, "All right." Now, she didn't want to be. She didn't want to talk. Now, I'd hate. I'd hate to leave the janitor two people to clean up in here. Who set this up? Dude, I don't know, man. I'm just in here studying. And now, he's shaking. He seems to be telling the truth. Like, all right. Well, here's what I'm going to do. All right. I'm going to make sure that you're that the janitor ain't got nothing to clean up in here too much. All right. And then when your buddy here is ready to start talking again, well, at least able to start talking, I want you to help me persuade her to at least give us something to work with do we have an understanding uh sure man i i don't she just came in from like the boat she's i promise you she's just having fun i don't care ain't nobody gonna be having fun if i've got to go through this explanation one more time do we have an understanding sure sure sure, sure. all right uh, so I'll I'll cast um, uh, I'm just gonna cast healing word, uh, on this student that I'm holding. All right, it stabilizes her. She starts coughing. <laughs> oh, what the fuck! All right, little miss. Now, I talked to your I talked to your roommate over there, and I've previously have tried to talk to you. Now, you're gonna let me know who told this joke. Who set you up for this? Listen, literally nobody. I'm just having fun. All right. Uh, I I want to I want to get an idea. I did just kind of off her. Like, is she telling the truth? You can make like, an insight check. Yeah. Ha! Nat one. <laughs> uh, so that's By how fire she seems, she does seem to be telling the truth. However, with that nat one, it's real hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> But they do Funny. seem to just be students. You guys are getting an air of you can't quite tell which students might be against you and which might not be. Yeah. Well, Zark, now, honey, Zark, honey, Zark has I, pulled himself up. Zark has pulled himself up at this point, and he's just getting more sodas. He's going here. Let me just <laughs> hand these out to you. No hot feelings. That was a good laugh. Um, my friend, he's a little bit. He's a little bit. Of a loose cannon cop. I'm going to knock the soda that he is trying to give to this girl out of <gasps> Zark's hand. I'm like, Zark, this little girl here casted some magic on you. It and was all in good fun. You say all in good fun. When we entered this hallway, Yavari got lit, got eaten up, made her to look like a porcupine. That's I true, ain't having think fun. Of it like this. This is, this is a city that's currently under attack. They trying to protect now, themselves. I don't good know. for I, them. I'm trying to protect me and my own. So l- listen here, Missy. Ain't nobody gonna be having fun, and I ain't convinced that you're just having fun. So, one more time, who's setting up this party? And Everyone else would you like to make an inside check. Uh, sure. 
And Zark says, and if you answer nicely, there's a Coke Zero in it for you. I believe Glenn is still outside, so no investigation check. Oh, fuck. Uh, that is an eight. Yavari? Oh, we're all doing inside checks? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we did make it inside? Yeah, you all are inside at this point. Uh, that is a 17. Okay. 13 from Glenn. Glenn, Yavari, you can tell that the student is definitely telling the truth. Okay, so we're all in this room now. Sure, yeah. Um, well, I was reading into my uh, sheet a little bit more, and I discovered a horrible thing. Um, I can cast Disguise Self as many times as I want. Um, so I'm going to go and disguise our whole party as elves. Very smart. Okay. And, uh... you know, a little bit of mage armor on myself, because I can also cast that at will. <laughs> okay, well... With uh, as far as now that like this chick that I've already offed and brought back, um, I am going to just I just want to punch her square in the head and knock her out. Just it wasn't hard. She only had like one HP. So, okay, Excellent. you do. So I, I'm just gonna knock her out. By how and easily I, you handled this person, you could tell that they weren't a fighter. And I'm gonna at. I, I'm unceremoniously going to let her down and then I'm going to look at her roommate and be like, all right, remember our deal. Don't you leave us alone. You make sure your friend rests real nice and easy and not leave this room after us. And ain't nobody going to have work for the janitor. We clear? Uh, Clear. All right. All right. Well, Let's let's move on to the next room and Zark. Let's not do these distraction these uh detours anymore. Eh, don't seem like these people got this. much to talk about for us. I'm still taking the sodas. These is good sodas at a good price. <laughs> it's like twenty five cents, where it's usually fifty cents. I swear. Okay, so at this point, you guys are all disguised as elves. It seems like certain students have traps set up for you, and certain students may just want to be playful. Be careful in how you go through this uh, hallway. Probably don't want to start trouble that you don't need. So of the elves that have been attacking us versus the students that are not, um, was there like a difference in, like, was it mostly sun elves attacking us and like wood elves that were not, or is it kind of a mix it's a mix as the okay. only people awake right now are elves indeed yeah i just wasn't sure if it was just like all sun elves attacking us or if they kind of split along like lines or anything okay so in order to blend in which type of check do i have to roll for glenn to just complain about his most recent internment ship uh performance i guess do i get advantage because it's coming from the heart why not Yavari regrets not taking the silence spell. <laughs> With advantage, it's a 17. Wonderful. You complain the best. Give me a complaint. Oh, man. My my most recent internment ship was just the worst. I have to fetch coffee every morning. And then th they just abused their power and tried to get me to chew a Jimmy hat. Oh, no. You She's really power tripping. Does anyone else have to go through this? Well, Glenn, 
Glenn, dear, everyone has to go through an internship at some point or another if they want their degree and the college credits. I don't want to hear this from you. Oh, no. He's rebelling. <laughs> He's rebelling. You made him mad. Those teenager hormones. <laughs> I don't know what in the hell happened between y'all two, but Yvari, can you get your dog back on a leash? Glenn, why don't we have a nice long chat after we get all of this sorted out? You can write everything out, and I will listen. A huge shaking underneath the building interrupts you. There it is. <laughs> it seems to be an earthquake. Uh, the students who are in the room, uh, the, the, the guy picks up his friend who has now been knocked out and begins running outside. Several other students start running outside as well. Uh, now you are in a hallway of students moving to and fro. Make a perception check, everyone. I'm going to percept the hell out of this. Oh, hell yeah, that's a natural 20 for 21. 13. Okay. Yavari, just you. Uh, 22. Oh, okay, and James, well, just you and James. you too. <laughs> you note that out of all the elves running to and fro, there is a group of elves in the very back of the hallway looking at you. As you lock eyes with them, you can note one of the bards who was injured from before uh, is pointing at you. They all run down the hallway and down a set of stairs. They can see through our disguises? You're disguised. All of us are disguised. I said I cast Disguise Self and we're all disguised as elves now. They point in that direction, not at you. How about that? <laughs> it's fun to say. I disguised us real good. I made... Uh, Zark is a sun elf. Um... <laughs> I went with a wood elf for Glenn. Um, I'm obviously a high elf. Um, of and I don't know all the other elves. James is also a high elf. Sounds good. Yeah, you guys are blending right in. It looks like she pointed in the direction of the door where you guys would be coming from, but I don't know if she saw you at that point. So I'll revise. Okay. How bad is this earthquake? Is like the building collapsing? Uh, no, the earthquake is over so fast. Just a large movement of the ground beneath you. I'm expecting a Gundam to emerge somewhere. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Gundamu! 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 All right. Uh, James, is that a normal thing? Because oh that didn't seem normal to me. Uh, no, it's for, not normal, James, by the way. Yeah, for, for, around, the, for around these parts, no. <laughs> I don't know how many, I don't know how many uh, bayous you've been in, but earthquakes don't happen there much. I'm more worried about uh about that feller pointing over in this direction. I don't think we've been made, but I definitely made that feller. Well, someone lead the way because I'm not doing that again. No, I'll do. Again, still big and beefy, even though I'm a a wimpy weenie elf. Yeah, they were over that way there, Zarka. Go get them. Well, maybe don't refer to yourself as that, because you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. Mr. Elf, please make sure you're properly compensated for your leading the group. Glenn, write all of these complaints down, and I promise I will sit and let you go through the entire list, and I will listen to you. Okay. As the... Zark leads the charge. <laughs> gotcha. 
as the earthquake ends, uh, the elves begin to calm down and start looking around. Uh, you are now dealing with crowds in this hallway. Continuing forward, you look in some of the rooms. You can definitely tell that there are archers in these rooms with the arrows pointed out looking for the group that attacked earlier. Of course, since you're blending in, they don't yeah. quite notice you amongst the, the others. You count at least 16 archers here. If you can slip past them, you can probably avoid everything. Let's everybody make a stealth roll since you're trying to blend into everyone. Oh, no. With advantage. It's going to be a regular stealth roll for me because I have disadvantage. Okay. So, uh, with oh, no. <laughs> it's a 15. And under 23. Okay. And what was that oh, no for, Glenn? That one. Gotcha. Zark, what you get? that one check? 23. Everybody else rolled really high versus your one low. So I'm going to say this. You look weird. You're just being a weird-ass elf. But everybody else is blending in so well that the archers do not notice you. So at this point, you know that they went downstairs. What are you guys doing? I'm just going to whisper at Yavari again. How many times I got to say, get that dog back on its leash. I ran out of treats. I don't know what you want me to do about it. I want you to make sure that he don't get us all killed. Glenn, dear, why don't you take up the rear? Because the last thing we want is for anyone to surprise us. And, you know, you do need to keep an eye out, and quiet is, is good for that. Glenn walks to the front of the group. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Okay. Glenn, being in front of the group, you have slipped past all the elven archers, your face with stairs going down. Going down these stairs, they come to a... Well, it's one flight, and you take a left turn, and there's another flight. You end up going down about five flights of stairs, uh, down into the basement area. There is one single door there. The door is the last one you assume may be trapped. What are you doing? Glenn looks confused for a moment and then checks the door for a trap. He's never okay. done this before. Make an investigation Is check, Glenn. Okay. 16. You do find a tripwire um, at the door, which alarms other people that uh, the door is opening. Uh, that tripwire doesn't necessarily uh, have like a, you know, an axe next to it, but it does sound a small electronic device. It, it produces, well, you probably wouldn't know this. Anybody with some science would know it produces a high-pitched noise that only elves could hear. Glenn tries to convey through hand motions that there is a wire next to this door. How well the party understands this, I don't know. You're a performance check. 14. 14. 14. Okay. So you guys kind of get what Glenn is saying, that there's a tripwire underneath the door. It looks like it can be bypassed by simply stepping over it now that it's there. I believe that we'll probably be stepping over in our best way. I, I, James has full intention of stepping over. <laughs> I'm glad. I've been letting you guys run into these things, but I'm glad you <laughs> did. Okay. Uh, Glenn's going to step over too. Opening the door slowly, you step over it. Everybody steps over just easy. 
you can see to your right another window that is cocked open and you note several elven archers with their bows drawn ready they're pointing at you but you don't look like the enemy but they are looking directly at you let's see they would have no reason to try and figure out if you're elves or not but let's give us a give me a performance check everybody see if you can pretend to be regular old elf students Oh boy, that was close. That's a fifteen. It was almost a five. Do this to me. Yep, fifteen here. Uh, ten. All of you pass. You kind of look at them, nod, and continue going. The archers do not shoot, but they stay at the ready for those damn prides to come through. Okay, you guys are now in the basement area. Uh, The basement area is wide open. There are several chairs, a pool table. There are students here just hanging out, chilling, shooting the shit. Uh, One of them comes up to you guys and says, hey, you guys want to play some pool? And it's a uh, a tall sun elf woman, and uh, she's got her bad U t-shirt on, and uh, you can tell she's some sort of pool shark. She's got a uh, very nice, finely crafted uh, pool cue, and uh, her hat is one of those what do you call them? Visor hats. Hey, um, really appreciate the offer. Actually, um, we're looking for a friend of ours. Uh, Verona? Um, well, technically not my friend, but a friend of a friend. Um, never let us know that she got home safely. So we were just <laughs> checking to see if we could find her. Hey, shh. She, like, moves in. Don't mention her name too loud. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't really know her very well but we were just concerned so i won't say it again out loud um do you know where she might be you know she's doing the ritual right now oh well as i said she's a friend of a friend so i wasn't aware were you invited well no we really were just concerned so i just wanted to check on her well she's fine but you shouldn't bother her well i mean what is this uh that you are speaking of because i'm new here and unfamiliar with everything but it sounds like um it's part of a club hmm. didn't you get the memo no see my phone died um dropped it in some water make a deception check uh, i mean she did drop her phone in water when we were a... in the uh <laughs> <laughs> it's true uh well i'm pretty proficient so that's a 19 for deception well, since you can't remember, here. And she takes you over to the back. Uh, now, back here is the door, okay? You can't see it. It's, uh, it's hidden by magic, but you can just tap on this twice and open it. They are casting the ritual. And soon, he'll be back. But make sure you keep that under wraps, okay? Don't tell anybody I told you. Okay, wait. Is, is... I'm so sorry. I'm a little disoriented with everything. Um... Do you have, like, a pamphlet that has all this information? Because I'm going to forget. A pamphlet? You're so silly. Why are you acting so weird? And she kind of just hits you on the shoulder. Uh, Well, this is all, you know... Everyone has been joking all day, so I thought I would give it a shot. I'm still learning about the ways here. As I said, I'm new. Well, have a good time. I'm going to go back and play some pool. Thanks. Um, I might join you later, if that's all right. That's fine. Good to meet you. Um, and I'm gonna go back over to the group. 
Okay. You note as she's walking off, she looks back at you. It's like, that was a little weird. I'm really glad I didn't try to change my height <laughs> so she didn't pass right through my shoulder. That's exactly what I was pointing out there. Yeah, I did she not change my height. You. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, go back to the party. Um, so, like, is there an area we can kind of step off to the side? Yeah, there's plenty of dark areas where you could be alone. Okay. Step off to the side and kind of motion for them to follow and just... I turned my back on the rest of everyone, so, like, anybody else besides the party doesn't see, you know, any lip readers out there. Mm. So, there's a thing that they're doing, reviving a him. I don't know who he is, but I think we should be scared. I mean, well, Mr. the priest here, he knows a lot about him, so... Well... I'm not entirely sure who it is it could be reviving that would warrant them wanting to keep us out so badly, other than the fact that that killer croc over here went ahead and lived up to his name by the moment we entered the door. I would like to add that Miss Yavari knows a lot of him, so maybe it could be one of them. <laughs> well, I haven't killed any hymns recently that I would think that specifically the elves would want to revive because it seems like all of them are in on it and just them from the implications well maybe they thought the thought of you would being with them forever was unbearable so uh there's that miss yavari oh my god i'm not sure where all this petty energy is coming from and in any other situation i would probably be pretty proud of you but Chew the Jimmy hat, Glenn. Literally, it was the first item that came to mind because I did not have any gum. <sighs> Do you have, like, uh, jerky or something? I usually have some, but I ain't got any in this, uh, this body. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Kyler, Kyler, would, mm -hmm. is, there, is there any, like, big figure to, uh, to the city that, like, that... Uh, the idea of reviving would come to mind for a local? Not that you can recall. However, cults are kind of common down here. Not common, but there's uh, a few cult religions in here in the bayou. Uh, you don't recall an elven cult, though. And it okay. doesn't seem like all the elves are quite in on it. Some might be clueless. Yeah, well. Well, I know well Yavari's <laughs> dumb as shit, so... Well, either way, uh, other than knowing that they're doing a ritual, that still ain't much to go on. So it seems like we're still going to have to get in touch with the headma headmaster here before we got ourselves any real answers. All right. Well, the problem is, is I would imagine the headmaster is possibly in on it. So we should have a plan, but let's walk that way and talk as we're figuring that out. But let's also not use names. Um, just in case. But let's go. Standing here talking is not accomplishing anything. As you turn around the walk back, the pool shark comes back to you and she says, What was your name again? Oh, you can just call me Sunny. <laughs> Sunny! Right, right. How long have you been going here, Sunny? Well, I just transferred over. Um, so, and I know it's odd, this timing and everything, but I had a 
really bad situation that I was trying to get out of. And, you know, one thing led to another and everybody was just very welcoming and understanding, which is very appreciated. I'm, I'm liking it here a lot already. That's interesting. It's nice to see you and your, well, four friends just hanging around. Yeah, they are. They're actually some of the first people that I met when I came here, and they're a little newer to the city as well. So we're all uh-huh. kind of figuring everything out together. Sunny okay. here is helping me get my college credits transferred over. Well, that makes sense. James, as they're talking, you note that several of the other elves who are down here stop what they're doing and start looking at you. As a group, well, you as a group. Well, so, uh, what dorm are you guys staying in? We're still trying to figure that out, and honestly, you know, got to get in touch with the RAs and such. So, Sonny, come on now. I- I'm I'm showing her the ropes, but we got to get going. It was nice seeing you, and I'm going to try to hustle the group out of here. Yes, nice uh, we'll too. probably be back. Um, How late will you be here? Like 6.37, perhaps? We'll be here as late as it takes. Good. I do want to take you up on that pool. I'd love to see you play. Yes, well, lovely meeting you. We'll be back. I'm going to hurry on out. Uh, It seems like the looks in their eyes, the longer you've been hanging around, the more sus they're getting, especially the more you guys are talking. It's Glenn's fault. (laughs) going to hustle, (laughs) hustle us out of here. Hustle out back up the stairs, or are you going to go through the secret door? Uh. I'm going to go, well, as far as me hustling everyone out, I, I don't know about a direction. I, If I'm hustling us out, I'm going to go take us back up the stairs. But okay. if someone is trying to take the lead towards a door, I'm more just interested in moving. What are we doing as and a group? Glenn is following the lead of James or uh, Zark. I'm letting James lead. He'll be right behind him, just right behind James, saying, all right, you go first, I'll go after, and uh, these two are safe with me. It was nice partying with y'all, just let y'all know. All right, so it looks like you are heading back up the stairs. Yes, uh, and I'm going to make, uh, I do want to make kind of like a little, like, hand gesture to, like, bring everyone's eyes back to that little tripwire that we walked over. And make sure that we walk o- that we all walk over it again. Good, James. I was about to catch you guys with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, the elven archers that you you pass by nod their heads at you, and mm-hmm. you go through the door, okay. stepping over the tripwire, as if you knew it was there. You now find yourselves back in the hallway, the stairwell rather. Uh, it's empty, and you could probably talk here. So right. knowing that where you have to go. It's through that basement into the secret door that was pointed out to Yuvari. What are you guys doing? Well, we clearly, even in our disguises, are not welcome down there. So if we push it on through to figure out what this ritual is going on, we're going to either need a game plan or we all going to need to be in agreement that heads are going to roll. Yeah, you're getting the feeling that the longer you're hanging around, the more suspectful? Suspect, suspecting they were of you. Now, I don't know a whole lot about secret societies or nothing, but like I said before, I know a lot about women, and she seemed to be interested in you there, little Sonny. Just want to point that out for you. 
Mm, yes. Um, if I wasn't worried about a potential resurrection of someone very dangerous, I might have, you know, flirted with her a little bit more. But I was a little preoccupied. I understand. Lives are in danger. It happens to the best of us. Next time, don't worry, I got you. I'll be your wingman. I do have some aggression to work out. And I have injuries. And very few spells left. Honestly, I'm in the same boat with Yavari here. I need to rage some more, but I'm a little low on raging. So if we can find some place to to lay up, this Cajun can get back to raging. I'm afraid <laughs> if we fall asleep, we will fall asleep forever. Ooh. That's a real point. Well, well then, if sleeping ain't necessarily an option, because frankly the idea of not waking back up ain't something I'm too uh, keen on, then maybe we should figure out a game plan we going in instead of just trying to see how many heads we can make roll. Well... I suppose I can go invisible and go check on that door, but she said I had to knock on that portion of the wall twice to go in. And I'm not sure if they're going to open it, or if it automatically opens, or what the deal is exactly with that door. I didn't really want to check and, you know, become the center of attention. That's really not what we want here. But, Miss Yvonne, Agreed. sorry, isn't being the center of attention something you've always wanted? Not in this situation. Um, but while we are waiting, I am going to change all of our disguised selves to look like maybe some of the students that left. So we look like okay. students that I saw passing us in the hallway and stuff. Sounds good. But, so you'd be a different set of four people. Yes, but ones that I for sure saw that were like leaving so that there's no like overlap with the ones that I saw in the basement. All right. Well, it's. If Yavari's changing our appearances, how about we just try to walk back in, cool as pie, and just go through the door like we belong? There's another Sounds earthquake. Reasonable. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> this is required way too much break. Stronger than it was the first time. <laughs> it sounds like we ain't got much more time for thinking about it. Mm. I really hope you're not asking me to come up with a solution. All right. I, if we're not getting much better ideas, let's let's go back in. Cool as cucumbers. Let's, let's just walk well, in okay. like we belong there and knock on the door. Maybe. And most importantly, we ain't going to be saying nothing. Ain't that right, Mr. Glenn? Glenn makes the zipping his lips motion. We're also not all going to go in as a group because that drew too much attention. So, James, why don't you go in first? I then Zark, I you and that. Glenn, I, and then I have another left. solution. I can take Glenn. A hit. What if I go in first? I really don't think they're going to attack a random elf that walks through, which is what you look like at this moment. All right, so Glenn, go ahead. Walk in there, make sure you step over that that wire that we've been stepping over. And go ahead, knock twice on that door, and just keep on going like you belong. Uh, Glenn steps over the tripwire, walks down the stairs, walks up to the door like he belongs there, and knocks twice. Let's back up for a second, Glenn. You step over the tripwire, opening the door to the basement. 
to your right, you see the elven archers. They still have their weapons drawn. They're not shooting at you. They nod. Do you do anything back or do you keep walking? I nod back. Okay. As you continue, the room, which was filled with people, is now silent. They all are on their knees in a prayer motion. Everyone down here. They say words in a deep language that you don't quite understand. And the whole vibe is now just weird. As you look at them, another earthquake. The intervals are getting quicker and quicker. And the strength of these shakes are even stronger than the previous two. What are you doing, Glenn? Glenn, ready to accept whatever comes, knocks on the door twice. There is no answer. But you do see that it is unlocked. Glenn opens the door and walks in okay you reach down to the door handle which doesn't appear to be a door handle it looks like it's just part of the wall your hand goes through that part of the wall grasps the door handle and opens it there is a long dark staircase completely pitch black glenn what is your race naturally it's human you can't see shit And Glenn says to himself, I really should have come up with some sort of signal. The door closes behind you, and you find yourself in pit black with a staircase leading down as far as the light would allow you to see. How much time has passed since he has made it, like walked his way through there? We'll say maybe 45 seconds. All right, in 15 seconds, I'm just going to start walking down. Okay. You step in. All of the elves are, well, you see the same things Glenn sees. All the elves are kneeled down praying. The archers are kind of looking at you a little strangely this time. All right, I, I'm going to, I since they're looking strangely, I'm going to acknowledge your presence, but I'm going to keep my head down. and. Uh, walking over the tripwire, go to the door. Okay. Uh, you do so. You see all the same things that uh, Glenn saw. You walk up to the door, and I'm going to. I'm gonna knock twice and open it. Like not really waiting for a reply. Just knock twice and open. You open it, and you see a pitch black hallway. Or, um, not hallway, but staircase leading downwards. Uh, what's your uh, race, Glenn? Or, fuck, James? I am a Kalishdar. Um, and I believe they have dark vision. I want to say that I... Uh, no, no, Kalishdar does not. But when the door closes behind me, um, I'm going to cast light. Okay. You know one thing, though. You don't see Glenn. Ah, shit. As you cast light, though, you can see that on both sides of this staircase, nothing black. This seems to just be a staircase, not a hallway. There's no walls. Staircase. And as far as you can see, it's all black. Why ain't this bitch? Uh, And I'm going to 
I'm going to stand there for about 30 seconds waiting okay. for someone else to come through the door. Excellent. The rest of the party, your friends have now disappeared into the hallway. You don't know where they are. The basement beyond has gone silent. Um. So are there like doors and stuff in this hallway? No, it's just a staircase that you're at. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going to minor illusion a clipboard in my hands, and I'm going to say, we're just going to pretend we're important, and let's just go before Glenn fucks it all up. Um, and you I'm, don't have much faith in that young man. Yeah, I messed up with the Jimmy hat comment, but oh boy, has he been inflammatory today. But let's go. Don't forget the wire thing just look like we're busy and important and bringing checklists that they forgot um and i'm going to try to look busy and important and like (laughs) we are bringing thing that has to do with the clipboard i'm holding okay you both step over the tripwire head into the basement the archers now look quizzingly at you and say hey wait what are you doing here uh, well, I'm just bringing the lists. What lists? I kind of show them the clipboard. <laughs> um, and it is written in Infernal. <laughs> and that is... You are going to have to make the best deception check you have ever made in your life. I know, but I think that that's what Yavari would do to try to bullshit her way out of this. That's not great. That's a 15. They lean into the window. They say... I'm an elf. I can see that. There's no need for lists. Are you sure you know what you're doing here? Well, I am kind of new. I'm perhaps in the wrong building. Which building is this? This is Michael Jackson Hall. And you seem to be wearing a faculty member shirt. Wouldn't you know this? They're going to make a investigation check. (laughs) Uh, The D is 16 for me. You have lucked out. Fifteen. Okay. Well, it's not really my fault. I have a horrible sense of direction. I have ever since I was a kid. Okay. So we're in the wrong building. So... Yeah, perhaps you should turn back. Yes. Uh, That is my bad. So, good on you. Thank you for pointing me in the right direction. I'm gonna skedaddle. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. And you skedaddle. You guys have passed through there too many times. They are getting really suspicious. So, you and Killer Croc are now back out. James, at this point, no one else has come back. Glenn, continuing to wander down the uh, stairs, one by one, in the dark, very carefully, you eventually come down to a floor. Floor is wet, but you can see um, candle lights on several pillars uh, that is just casting the dimmest light. Beyond that, you can tell that there are 12 elves, all seemingly bards, led by Verona Sessler in what seems to be a uh, chant. And beyond them is a glowing, purplish hued portal. And in that portal, just like looking through, glass in waves you can see what looks like a gigantic 
baby. And we'll end the session there. Thanks. I hate it. Oh, no. <laughs> the giant baby thing, I mean, specifically. That sounds horrific. Wood's rebellion phase has led him to trouble. At this point, uh, the next oh, episode will be likely our last. Andrew, <sighs> give us that uh, sweet, sweet ending there, buddy. All right. So, of course, as usual, would like to give a big thank you to our guest, uh, Kyler. And that's Kyler is a good friend of the group here, but also a the front man of Fishing After Five on YouTube. So give him a look out there. Um, and we'd also like to give a shout out to some of our favorite people that that love to help us out. That'd be uh, Jess Panda at twitch.tv, um, as well as... Uh, I didn't actually pull up my list as far as doing my uh, my outro. Uh, uh, what's Momocon TV at on Twitch and Tithus on Twitch and Tithus on Twitch? Thank you. Uh, and then, if you're enjoying the content here, please give us a like and follow on social media or any of the streaming services that you're listening to us at. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us on the social medias as well as at Gmail, and that's going to be at critsandgrits at gmail.com. And we are also critsandgrits on social media. And we'd love to hear from you. And Gary, you a new episode at least once a week. It's, it's fun. <laughs> also, send us listener questions that we will answer in character. Yes, and you can do that at critsandgrits at gmail.com. And I guess we could technically answer those questions as any of our characters, too. Yeah, or the DM can answer as NPCs. Oh, God. Oh, no. We would love some NPC questions. All right, before we drag it out, thank thank you, everyone, and a thank you to the group here. So that's a thanks to Abby, to Alex, to Gary, to Kyler, and I guess a thank you to me, myself, Andrew. And otherwise, <laughs> have a good one, everyone, and thanks for listening. Stay fresh. And wear a mask. Fresh. fresh. fresh.